Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I feel like we're making a big difference because now other people out there in the ecosystem, conservative talking head ecosystem, whatever the hell you want to call it, they're all starting to pick up on this now. That the puppet master behind this whole thing is Obama. Obama. I can't say this enough. We've actually put it in the title of the last few shows. You've got all this stuff going on with Biden. Damn, why are we talking about Obama? Because it's not about Biden. It's about Obama. And there's an amazing, amazing piece in tablet, a tablet mag, amazing piece that nails exactly what the problem is. Welcome to everyone. First timers in the chat. Good to have you here. I gave you a couple of you a shout out. I try to get in a little early chat with y'all. Obama knew he's the puppet master. I'm so happy. So many people are waking up to this. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, a key thing happened after Obama left office in the transfer of power to President Trump. A key thing happened that hadn't happened in a really, really long time. Stay tuned. Big show for you today. Today's show brought to you by MyPillow. Over the last 20 years with your support, MyPillow has been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's a lot more. In fact, MyPillow has over 200 products. And MyPillow is so confident you'll love each and every one of them. When you go to MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just by checking out their website. No purchase necessary. That's right. Get everything from MyPillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more, all for, all for MyPillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code DAN to get deep discounts on all the MyPillow products. Remember, just by checking out MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20, no purchase necessary. It's a limited time promotion. So go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code DAN, or you can always call 800-637-4982. MyPillow.com, promo code DAN. Since Joseph is on a little working vacation, but we can never go without his Friday, he's kind enough to join us on the phone. Joe, how are you? Fine, sir. Are you doing okay? I'm doing okay, and from beautiful Stewart, Florida, it's Friday! <laughs> Good to talk to you, buddy. Enjoy your working vacation, man. Good to see you. Money, I'll see you bro. next week. You got it. Can't go without that, folks. It's just not the same without producer Joe. Man, that chat is feisty today, too. Love having you all here. Welcome. So, yeah, this morning I'm sitting here. I'm putting together the show, and uh, this video pops up. And it reminded me of a premise I've been telling you the entire time. That I, and if it's getting annoying, tell me in the chat. But, but, but I don't feel like it's caught on yet in the mainstream media or anywhere. And I mean the mainstream conservative media where a lot of people are still making this about Biden. And obviously the story is about Biden and his corruption. But the corruption could have never happened if the puppet master didn't allow it. You understand everything Biden did had to be approved and rubber stamped by Obama. Now you'll see why the media is starting to panic. There's this weird little fight going on right now. And if I explain this poorly, Gee, stop me. You're the harshest critic of the show. There's this weird dynamic where the media doesn't have a backup plan for Biden right now. So they feel like they still have to kind of defend him. You got that? And then there's the other side of it where they're afraid and they have to defend him because they don't want Obama to be exposed either. But there's the other side of it where they're genuinely afraid now they're going to lose to Donald Trump and they know they're running out of time. So they're like, well, 
we better start thinking this guy up a little bit in case we need to throw him overboard. We don't just want to surprise him. We better, you get what I'm saying? Like there's this balancing act, but they don't want to fully expose this guy because it will expose Obama. Here's what I mean. Watch this clip from MSNBC. You'll see what I'm talking about. How this, this media talking head, they are so eager to protect Obama that they say things that are obscene and ridiculous. Like, oh my gosh, Obama, Obama was scandal free. <laughs> he was what? Are you smoking crack? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Hunter. Here, take a look. No, I think that's an excellent point to make because, the, you know, you look at the incredible contrast between the actions of uh, Donald Trump and his predecessor, Barack Obama. And what's remarkable is that uh, one of the reasons I think Obama's popularity has held among Democrats is because, you know, there was no scandal in his administration. Uh, there was only a sense that it was, you know, succeeded by this extraordinary chaotic spectacle. There was no scandal in his administration? I mean, did you just sit that eight years out? What are you talking about? Benghazi, Fast and Furious, the AP targeting scandal, the Associated Press, the James Rosen targeting scandal, the GAO scandal, the VA scandal, Spygate. The collusion hoax. Folks, what am I missing? Please, in the chat, am I missing? There's more out there. I'm just forgetting them right now. I didn't write them down because usually they just flow off the top of my head. There was no scandals in the Obama years? Did you miss all that? Do you see how the media is desperate to protect the legacy of Obama? Now, let me explain to you why. This is really important you understand this. The media and the writers of history need to tell kids growing up, and they, you don't have the kids, you don't have communism, in order to sell this poor idea, communism has led to body bags, that the Democrats are the party of the future, the party of prosperity, and the party of progress, right? That's why they call themselves progressives. They can only do that if they lie about the past and paint Republicans as these nefarious bad guys. Oh, they're corrupt. Donald Trump, Richard Nixon, all this stuff. They're desperate to protect Obama. He's their icon. He's the only one with an approval rating really high right now. So they cannot let this guy go no matter what. The fact that Biden was his vice president when he pulled all of this off, however, is going to take Obama down over time. And they know it. By any rational reading of this, Obama was part and parcel of this whole thing. Now, listen, a lot of times I push you to the show notes because I, I, I like the articles I put in a newsletter. This one today is a must read. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's my newsletter. Sign up. It's free. We don't spam your inbox. This article's in there. It's a must-read. It's in Tablet Mag. It's caused by David Samuels. It's called The Obama Factor. It's a Q&A with this historian who wrote a book about Obama. And the book is pretty damning. There's a book out there now about Obama. It mentions his, he's writing some love letters about wanting to have uh, relationships with men, if you know what I mean. I mean, keep in mind, this book's been out there. It's just getting picked up now because people are like, wait, what? This is like a very strange thing, how all this stuff kind of got passed over. It's not me saying it. It's apparently his letters. It's, it got picked up today. I saw by the Daily Caller and others. Now, I have not read the book, so I don't have any critique of it because I haven't read it. I'm not going to critique something I haven't read. I just heard about it recently as well. But this is strange, don't you? You get how Obama is, is so immune? He lives in like this media brick house where he's totally immune to criticism. No scandal, Democratic savior, love this, this guy's the best, he's the best father, the best husband, the best president. There's nothing you can say about Obama where they don't lose their minds. But something happened with this guy.
And this piece addresses a lot of it. It's a long piece, but man, is it a good one. He notes the obvious that we've been talking about forever, that after Hillary Clinton lost the election, that the Russian collusion story only got bigger because of Obama's CIA director and buddy, by the way, they're like this, John Brennan, who was the CIA director for Obama, who in November and December of 2016 helped elevate Russiagate from a failed Clinton campaign ploy to a priority of the entire American national security apparatus using a hand-picked team of CIA analysts under his direct control to validate their perverse thesis. If Brennan was the instrument, the author notes, the person who signed the executive order that turned Brennan's thesis into a time bomb under Trump's desk was one Barack Obama, folks. Barack Obama did this. The signing off of the IMF money to Ukraine after Biden got the prosecutor looking into his son's company fired. That had to be signed off by Obama, not Biden. All of this stuff happened because Obama let it happen. The question now, it's no longer a question, is Joe Biden a foreign agent? The answer to that is unequivocally, yes, of course he is. Joe Biden is a foreign agent in the legal sense of the word. He has taken money from foreign actors. He has not declared it by Farah. They hid the money to LLCs. And he took actions that impacted the United States government based on what foreigners wanted, not what we wanted. The only question is Obama. Is how deeply was Obama involved? And was Obama the cutout? Was Biden the cutout for Obama, his little, uh, his bag man, while Hunter was the bag man for Joe? Why is nobody asking this? Are you telling me if Mike Pence was engaged in this behavior that nobody would be pinning this on Donald Trump? He's like, oh boy, are you crazy? The scandal wouldn't be about Pence. It would be about Trump. I didn't forget what I said in the beginning, though. Here's the most important takeaway. It's commonly and frequently left out. And to be fair, something I haven't brought up in a long time, probably a couple years. Barack Obama, when he left office, ladies and gentlemen, never left Washington, D.C. Did you know that? He never left D.C. They bought a place close by. They traveled. But this is an oddity. That is never been. Now, it's not illegal. I'm not even suggesting that. It's not illicit or anything like that. It just has never been common practice for in the transfer of power, the president to move just blocks or miles away from the White House because of the impression it would give. Again, I'm not suggesting it's illegal. But I am suggesting it was done for a reason. Obama had his fingerprints all over appointees in the federal government who were loyal to Obama, not Trump, and certainly not the Constitution. They were sitting there and waiting. They were a government in waiting, planning kind of a political a political coup d'etat, getting ready to take over through collusion and spygate, waiting for Trump to fall. The election comes up. They manipulate the national security apparatus. And who do they get in there? They get the patsy back in there again, Joe Biden. David Samuels notes this so eloquently that the Biden team unremarkably was stacked with who? All Obama sycophants. 
He writes, yet as President Biden continued to fall off bicycles, misremember basic names and facts, mix long and increasingly weird passages of Dada-esque nonsense with autobiographical whoppers during his appearances, it became hard not to wonder how poor the president's capacities really were. And here's the key part. Who was actually making decisions in a White House staff top to bottom with core Obama loyalists? Ladies and gentlemen, he's been keeping an eye on this the entire time. This guy is the puppet master here. He never left. That has not been how the transfer of power has worked for a reason. The look of it is untoward, not illegal, and maybe not even illicit in some cases, but definitely political. He was making a political statement that Trump was, was an occupying force, that he was not a legitimate president. It's like they had this battle plan ready to go the minute the Electoral College went the way of Donald Trump in uh, 2016, and he's sworn in in 2017. They understood they were going to keep this probe going into this fake scandal Hillary and Obama cooked up in conjunction with Biden, and that they were going to be the government in waiting in D.C., and the signal they sent is he never left. Who's really running this White House right now? It's stacked with Obama loyalists. Now, I've told you in the past because I've seen it, these two hate each other. But Biden's a political animal and has been his whole life. And he understands that if he needs to stay in power, if he needs to act like a puppet with his strings being pulled, that he'll do it. He knows where the real political power lies. And it lies with Obama and his loyalists in the media and the Democrat Party. He knows if he crosses, this is, let me wrap it up here. He knows if he crosses Obama, he is finished. Does everybody understand that? These media people that are still protecting him will throw his rump under the bus in a freaking heartbeat the minute he crosses anyone on Obama's staff. Obama is the real president. And they know it. And so does the media. And it's why they continue to humiliate themselves with ridiculosities like Obama's been scandal-free when Biden's bribery scandal happened in Obama's White House with sign-offs that Obama had to sign off on. You see how everything around this guy is protected? Now, a lot of you have fairly enough. You guys seen this in the chat? You've been asking me to comment on the drowning of it, which is tragic, by the way. But chef, people in the chat have been asking me to comment on this. Folks, you know how I am. I'm very careful. It's kind of funny. I was reading in a chat room the other day, some guy suggesting like, yeah, you know, Dan gets out ahead of these stories sometimes. And everybody laughed at him like, dude, do you even listen to the show? Uh, really, do you, I don't know what show you're listening to. The only complaint we get is I'm not quick enough on stories. Why? Because of the Bongino rule. Wait, wait, wait. Wait until you get an idea what you're talking about before you make a jerk out of yourself. This is what I'm talking about with Obama. This chef in Martha's Vineyard drowns, which candidly could just be an accident. I play Occam's Razor. Could the guy have drowned? Absolutely. The reports are that he drowned. Until I have information stating otherwise, I'm not going to sit here and embarrass and make a dumbass out of myself by telling you things I don't know. Well, he could have been abducted by space aliens. I don't know that. What kind of stupid thing is that to say? However, you notice everything Obama's involved with immediately turns into some kind of what appears to be a cover-up. Another article in the newsletter today. Obama's chef drowning deemed an accident, but questions linger. But questions linger. Does that not like sum up every single thing Obama's involved in? Obama, 
Secret Service sex scandal, but questions linger. Obama, fast and furious gun trafficking, but questions linger. Do you ever notice how no one ever answers the questions in the media? Why? Because they're covering up for Barack Obama, who's the real center of Democrat power right now. The Newsmax piece. The drowning death of Obama's chef was quickly called an accident. But the Massachusetts State Police are reportedly citing a public records law exemption for withholding information during an ongoing investigation. Wait, keep that up. Why? Why? The guy was out on the water, apparently had learned to swim not that long ago, and he tragically drowned. Why are you withholding information? You understand how you're just making the situation where now everybody's like, given Obama's history, oh, is there something nefarious? The procedural block of information about the death including names of witnesses and information on the 911 call, had some Daily Mail sources frustrated. Not me, friends, the Daily Mail. They're asking why an accidental drowning is an ongoing investigation. Yeah, exactly. A local public safety source said, I'm not sure what they're waiting for. I don't know if it's just the toxicology. In other words, was the guy on a substance or not, or it was blood work, whatever was done, autopsy afterwards. You see how, folks, I'm not implying anything because I don't know that. I don't talk shit about stories I don't know. You're only setting yourself up later to look like a fool. However, why is it that every single thing that involves Obama always has the caveat, but questions linger? Because no media people ever get answers to the damn questions. The only people asking are the Daily Mail and Newsmax, apparently. Kind of weird, right? The guy drowns and all the information gets blacked out. They don't want to release any information. Everything surrounding Obama has this little, this, this little, this stain on it. Folks, the media is protecting this guy. But I'm telling you, they're going to drop Biden like a hot potato if it gets bad. But. They can't because they're afraid Biden will turn on Obama. They cannot let Obama go. I can't say this enough. Watch what I'm telling you. It is absolutely true. They cannot turn on Obama. Here's what I mean. Give up that CNN clip here. Here's CNN. They're, they, they have an issue now. And I, if I summed it up poorly in the beginning, I'm really sorry. There's two, two scenarios, and they're like, they don't know what to do. Biden sucks as a candidate. He may lose to Trump. We need to get rid of this guy, like now. And then the other part is, if we get rid of this guy and he turns on Obama and lets our saint go, he's going to destroy the whole Democrat progressive guiding ethos that Barack Obama is a saint, and we're going to be in real trouble. They don't know what to do. So I just showed you the media defending Obama. Now I'm going to show you CNN that's genuinely afraid now that Trump is going to give Ann Biden a political ass-whipping. They're starting to prep the battlefield right now that we got to make this guy go away and we got to do it cleanly. This actually happened on CNN. Take a look. The question is how solid a candidate is Joe Biden? That's the problem. That's and, exactly the problem. And, and what we, is exactly the problem? The, we don't know how solid a candidate Joe Biden is. We know he's not a solid candidate. Exactly. He is struggling. I mean, Within it, his is own hard, party. it is hard to watch. Folks, that was CNN. That wasn't Fox or Newsmax or OAN. That's CNN. <laughs> it's right. Guy's like, they, yeah, Guy is 100% correct, folks. Guy's like, he, the guy acts like this is some bold thing he just said. 
Like he just laid out the initial version of the Magna Carta or, okay, or he gave the Emancipation Proclamation or something. Like, oh, let me get ready for this big profound. The Gettysburg Address is coming up. I mean, he's stating the obvious. Your candidate sucks. Yeah, negative 2% approval. Like everybody hates this guy, even Democrats. You see the balancing act, though? If they throw this guy overboard, they're afraid people are going to start to flip. Biden knows he needs Obama. And here's the key part. Biden needs Obama's machine and his people run his White House. But Obama needs Biden, too, because Biden worked in his White House. Obama was the puppet master. And Biden knows where all the bodies are buried. This is the most parasitic, non-symbiotic relationship you've ever seen in politics. Let me show you more, more what I mean in a second. This gets worse. How the media, they don't know what to do here. So they figure if we can at least defend the Biden scandals when he was in the Obama White House, if we can at least do that, we can protect Obama while preparing a backup plan to get rid of Biden too. Stay tuned. I'll show you exactly what I mean. Omaha Steaks. Takes a long time to master a craft, but the steak experts at Omaha Steaks have spent more than a century doing exactly that. They've been America's original butcher since 1917, and right now they're inviting you to celebrate their anniversary with 50% off site-wide. Head on over to omahasteaks.com, enter code Bongino in the search bar to shop all their exclusive anniversary packages. As an added bonus for my listeners, you'll get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including the exclusive anniversary assortment package. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. It includes four butcher's uh, cut filet mignons, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four bacon-wrapped pork chops, which are insane, by the way, four gourmet jumbo franks, and the classic Omaha Steaks seasoning. And uh, the Omaha Steaks seasoning is amazing. Put it on those burgers. Plus, you'll get those eight free Omaha Steaks burgers, Guy's favorite, and eight free gourmet jumbo franks. That's a lot of food. You're going to want to hurry because this offer is only available for a limited time. Get some great food. Celebrate more than 100 years of incredible steaks and save 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks anniversary sale. Visit omahasteaks.com. Enter Bongino in the search bar to shop exclusive anniversary packages. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Bongino in the search bar. See site for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. All right, getting back to this. This show is so critical. The balancing act is clear. Get a backup plan ready because Biden could lose. But let's make sure we protect what he did in the Obama White House because it'll expose our God, small g God, Obama. Here's what I mean. Here is, again, a hapless buffoon. I, I, I wonder, I say all the time, don't these people like have kids? The way they humiliate themselves to protect a so obviously corrupt political regime that would throw these people in a meat grinder tomorrow if they turned on them. It's just so pathetic. You know, I, I, the, the, the sycophantic, like, eagerness for Philip Bump and Glenn Kessler to wake up in the morning and suckle off the teat of the Biden administration is so sad and pathetic. Glenn Kessler, of course, of course is the fake fact checker at the Washington Post. This guy props to action right away as a Praetorian guard for Obama anytime he thinks the Biden taint is going to touch Obama. Here's Kessler. The just-released transcript of the Devin Archer interview confirms our reporting from last year that the $3.5 million payment from a Russian billionaire cited dozens of times by Trump was unrelated to Hunter Biden. Instead, it was for Archer. <laughs> this mother, this is one of the, this guy, you know what, this guy's not, 
What bothers me about this guy and Philip Bump, another life loser. Again, I, these people have families. Don't they get? Don't they go to? Please stop. Just stop. You're humiliating our family name. Other people can see this. Don't you? Do you see what you're doing? Do you understand government corruption at the highest levels, destroying everyone's faith in institutions of government? Happens because of people like Glenn Kessler and Philip Bump, who not only don't report, but condone it? Of course, House Oversight had to correct this moron again, who has blown so many fact checks. It's if Even for the Washington Post, he's setting a new standard of stupid. House Oversight, your fact checking, Glenn, is still wrong. Rosemont Seneca Thornton received the $3.5 million wire from Batterina. Hunter was the chairman of Rosemont Seneca Partners, which was the beneficiary of Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Making it worse, Archer and Hunter transferred $2.7 million to Rosemont Seneca Bohai, which Archer revealed they had 50-50 ownership in. The idea that Hunter didn't get the money when he was ahead of these companies with Archer is absurd. Of course it's absurd. But Glenn Kessler is a dipshit. And making it worse, Glenn Kessler is a communist. This is what commies love. They respect and love power and power only. You see how they are panicking right now over Obama? They're not panicked over Biden. Kessler and his buddy Philip Bump, another total dipshit. Their only purpose right now in covering this Biden thing is not to cover for Biden. It's to cover for Obama because he was knee deep in this whole thing. That's where Dan Goldman comes in the mix, too. Remember Dan Goldman? Dan Goldman is a freshman Democrat member of Congress. This guy is rapidly overtaking AOC as seriously. I think this guy's a genuine moron up on Capitol Hill. This guy keeps scoring in his own goal. Every single hockey game he plays, he scores on himself, and it never ends. Remember Goldman, that speech he gave when Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's business partner, was speaking, and he came out and humiliated himself and said, well, you know, Devin Archer, what he was talking about was Hunter Biden selling the illusion of access to Biden, not actual access. Well, it's kind of weird because that's not at all what Devin Archer said now that we've got the transcript. I'll get to the transcript in a second. But it's almost like Dan Goldman, who, by the way, I'm sure it's a coincidence, guys, was the Russian collusion lawyer associated with Adam Schiff when they were trying to set up Donald Trump while Obama was still in D.C. Oh, same guy, same guy. Such just a big coincidence, I'm sure. It was CBS News of all places. Just dunking on Dan Goldman. CBS News. Catherine Herridge, who's been doing yeoman's work at CBS of all places. Just spanking this idiot for absolutely lying to the American people about the illusion of access canard. Take a listen. Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from Republicans and Democrats about Devin Archer's testimony. But now we can see the full transcript. Uh, you'll recall that Democrat uh, Congressman Dan Goldman said that Archer testified that it was the illusion of access hmm. to Joe Biden that Hunter Biden was offering to these clients. But in fact, when you look at the transcript, what you see is that that phrase illusion of access is in Dan Goldman's question. Mm. It's actually not what Devin Archer testified to. He says, yes, but that's not quite fair. This was about showing that there was the signal that there's influence and, and access here. 
That happened on CBS, folks. Catherine Herridge, again, how she hasn't been terminated from CBS for doing honest reporting is beyond me. This is insane. She's the only mainstream media reporter actually reporting the truth. And you know what? History's going to thank people like her. History's going to thank people like her for having the balls to stand up and do the right thing. That is not what he said, Devin Archer, that the access to the Bidens was an illusion. That's not what he said at all. He said the opposite, that the brand is what they were selling. You doubt me? Here's the freaking transcript. Read yourself. They're talking about Burisma only being able to survive because they paid Hunter Biden a fortune. Goldman says, and so? Archer responds, it was able to survive for as long as it did. Goldman responds, because of additional capital? Archer, no, just because of the brand. And then here's Goldman, who again scores in his own goal. And this guy's questioning leads Archer under oath to say, well, how would that work, Goldman asks? Because people would be intimidated to mess with Burisma. Goldman, in what way, Mr. Archer? Legally. But this, fellas, has there been a bigger asset to the investigation into Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family than Dan Goldman? All the questioning. Remember the the question last time where he got he got uh he got the witness, the IRS witness, to admit that yes, there were business phone calls that Biden was involved in. Goldman has been like the greatest asset. Uh, this he's maybe he's a secret Republican. He's got it right. Really, with this guy, I'm serious. I think this guy's genuinely a moron. I don't I I don't think this is tactical. I don't. I think he's just he's so eager to get in front of the camera and be somebody. I don't know. Maybe he got beat up a lot in high school. I don't know what his problem is. He's got some ego thing or whatever. He's so eager to get in front of the camera that he doesn't think through what he's going to say. He's just dumb in that way. This guy has just completely set up the entire Republican investigation. He's now got this guy on the record saying Burisma hired Hunter Biden so that they would legally intimidate people due to the brand. (laughs) This is Goldman's questioning. Freaking genius. Thank you, Dan Goldman. Great job, moron. He was, yes, he was the weather phone call guy too. You know, talk about niceties, the weather. Hey, Dad, is it raining in D.C.? Oh, son, it's cloudy and raining today. Hey, Dad, is it snowing in D.C.? This is what these idiots want you to believe. This, you think he's secretly MAGA? He's got a red hat on right now in his car. Dude, draw up a graphic. Next week, let's put a Dan Goldman with a MAGA hat on. Can you guys do that? Let's get that graphic going. That's, we'll do that for next week. All right, here's what I got next. It's important. The new rules are in effect, folks. Are you ready? If you're in a cutesy time, this is not your show. This is the cutesy time is over show. In addition to our Don't Get Dead shirts, we may have one of those coming soon. Maybe kind of, sort of. By the way, we'll have a big announcement on Monday about our Tennessee event. I've been teasing forever. So Monday, if you're on my Locals account, you'll hear it first. If not, you can wait for the podcast. But big announcement coming up about Tennessee is going to be really cool. I think you all are going to dig it, especially if you're chatsters every day. Some opportunities there. You guys know what's up, right? He's giving me the winky, winky, nod, nod. He's like, yeah, I know what's up. Had to work extra hours, get this thing done. Sorry, bro. Salaried position. Maybe we should start doing hourly stuff, you know? This has been a lot of planning. Stay tuned. Let me get to this, and I get to the new rules are in effect. You're going to start charging politicians with lying? 
Okay, I've got a few places to start for you. Folks, Policy Genius, if you have a family like I do, you know how much your loved ones depend on you. In a worst case scenario, you don't want them worrying about money. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. That's why their technology makes it super easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $25 per month for a, dollar, uh, for a million dollars worth of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius, they have licensed, award-winning agents who work for you, not the insurance company. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over the other. You can trust their guidance. It's a good company. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. No wonder they have thousands, yes, thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com. That's policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Thanks, Policy Genius. Our last sponsor, and then we'll get back to the show. You got it. That's pretty cool. You didn't tell me that. You just got his uh, life insurance through Policy Genius. I, listen, life insurance. I don't mess around with that stuff. It's the way to rock and roll. There you go. You see, we use this stuff. Folks, as you know, a world can change at a moment's notice. It seems you could be on the brink of economic collapse any moment now. It's scary, isn't it? You don't think you need emergency food? Think again. You've heard my warnings on the show repeatedly. Get prepared. Get prepared now. Do not wait. Emergency food is staple one. Emergency food and water. Go to my friends at My Patriot Supply. They've got everything. People keep asking me, what do I need to get prepared? The answer, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Start with their emergency food kit. They're offering a huge discount on their three-month emergency food kit. For a limited time, you'll save 25% per kit. It's the biggest discount they offer, but it doesn't come along every day and it won't last long. So do yourself a favor. Grab your 25% discount on each three-month emergency food kit you need from My Patriot Supply. It has delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. 2,000 calories a day. You know what calories are? Survival. Get at least one kit for every person in your family. At least one. Grab your 25% discount today before this offer expires. You get fast and free shipping too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right. This is serious, folks. The time for dicking around is over, okay? The new rules are in effect. The John McCain, Mitt Romney party is done. It's over. We need a door kicker in there. We need someone willing to look and overturn the rocks and see what's underneath it. We need people willing to go in there and make massive change. And when the media loses their minds to give them the double barreled middle finger, the constitutional Republic, as you know, it died. The Democrats killed it. We have moved towards a police state they want and we didn't ask for. By the way, the fact that I keep saying that is driving liberal media people crazy. Therefore, you know my rule. What's my rule, guys? When it drives them nuts, I say it again because I know I need to stick it to them. The republic is dead. Liberal progressives killed it. It is time for us to rescue this, to get us back to a country that respects people's due process and God-given rights. If you are not ready for the new rules, then kindly step aside. Because if lying is now a crime for politicians, then let's play ball. And I want to say in advance, because I get a lot of emails about this, I am not implying or suggesting that.
Donald Trump is lying. Matter of fact, if you're a subscriber on my Locals account, I did a video the other day. Are you a subscriber, Gee, by any chance? Do you? No, you're, oh, you're the moderator. So you saw the video the other day? I have spoken to Donald Trump many times. I'm not name dropping. Who cares? He talks to a lot of people. If you don't believe Donald Trump thought the election was stolen from him, you're an asshole. Or you're really, really stupid. The guy talks about it all the time. Folks, I love Donald Trump. And I'm not even saying that as a compliment. Because sometimes it's distracting. Believe me, Donald Trump absolutely 100% believes this thing was fleeced from him. If you're trying to make a legal case that, oh, he didn't believe that and he was lying to his supporters, you're an asshole, period. You are absolutely making that up. If you, I'm beating this thing up too much, but please, if you take anything from this show, I know Donald Trump well. Anyone who knows him well will tell you exactly what I'm telling you. He 1,000% believes this thing was stolen from him. Thank you, Guy. Guy, you've been there, correct? Thank you. Guy has heard some of these conversations. Whatever you're talking about, he talks about how this thing was stolen. I say that because they're saying, oh, he was lying to people. He knew it wasn't stolen. He was fleecing their money. Bullshit. Putting that aside for a second. Say he was lying. He isn't, but say he was. Lying for politicians is a crime now? Kim Strassel has an amazing piece. It's not in the show notes because it's subscription only, but it's worth your time. Talks about how special tyrant Jack Smith, who is now made lying by politicians or even fake lying by politicians a crime. Kim Strassel's got some ideas of other people we should prosecute. The thing is, Kim's kind of, I think, being tongue in cheek. I'm not. I'm not. I think we should really, if Donald Trump is not absolved of this ridiculous crime, crime, air quotes. You get my point? And we win this election, I want these people investigated and I want criminal cases opened up. I am dead serious. She's kind of being a little tongue-in-cheek about it. It's a great piece, but I'm not. Here's a few places to start. What about Barack Obama, who in 2014 violated the Constitution? by decreeing that the Senate was in recess when it wasn't. And then he went and installed several appointees with no Senate confirmation. Remember this? It was an outrageous move, she notes. One that Obama's legal counsel certainly warned was a loser. But the White House vocally insisted that the president had total constitutional authority to do it, which was a lie. And he took action on the lie. I want him investigated. I am not kidding. If you don't have the balls for the new rules, then step aside, please. Step aside. This is their standard. Let's see how they like it when the syrup of Ipecac flows down their throats. Here's another one. She's got a ton of them. I'm just going to include a few. What about Biden? When he just wiped out all the student loan debt. Suggesting himself at one point that I don't think I have the authority to do it by signing with a pen. But then he did it, meaning it was a lie. Strassel notes that Nancy Pelosi also advised him it was illegal. Quote, people think the president has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not, Pelosi said. Yet Biden adopted the lie that he did have the power and actually took action by defrauding taxpayers. I want him arrested. I want him investigated. This is not a joke. You like this, Democrats? 
You like the police state? Let's see what happens when the police state brings the silver bracelets for your guys. Ah, throw a couple more out here, huh? What about when Democrats objected to elector slates for presidential elections, what they're now saying is a fraudulent conspiracy theory? Kim Lotes, let's line them all up, including dozens of Democrats who objected to elector slates in 2001, 2005, and 2017, all on the basis of lies with the purpose of conspiring to obstruct, as the Smith indictment actually puts it. Lock them up, baby. New rules, kids. You want to play ball? Any other host talking about this? I'm ready to play ball. You want to FAFO? Let's FO. By how many counts of Biden would buy? How many lies would Biden? There'd be 742 counts. Here's the last one. What about Adam Schiff, Jim Comey, Andy McCabe, Peter Stroke, John Brennan, who lied about the dossier and then used it to access government resources to investigate Donald Trump? Why aren't they arrested under the same conspiracy charge? I want to see handcuffs, folks. I want to see handcuffs. And I am not kidding. And my, oh, yeah, and mugshots. That's a new thing. Right. Good call, Justin. By the way, this was genius. The Trump uh, indictment number 472 by the police state yesterday. The Trump team handed this out to every reporter there. Did you see this handout? This picture of Biden versus Trump and how the timeline marries up perfectly. Every time there was bad news about Biden, Trump gets indicted. This was freaking genius. This was handed out yesterday by the Trump staff. Excellent, excellent work, Trump team. As Trump said yesterday on True Social, by the way, he's one more indictment away from winning the presidency. And I'm not sure he's kidding. By the way, this made Joe Rogan yesterday. You know Joe Rogan's podcast, Hat Tip, uh, uh, Joe, JRE, Joe Rogan Experience. This video is from them. Rogan, who, you know, Rogan's not really a Trump guy. Uh, obviously, I think he said that a couple times or implied that. But, you know, listen, I like, I love MMA, so I like his podcast a lot. So, and, you know, I don't need to have people, you know, sycophantically follow my politics. I'm not a liberal. But Rogan had some interesting thoughts. And he, a lot of people talked to him. He had some interesting thoughts on the issue right now that the Democrats are going to have with Donald Trump. Here's his take on the election. I encourage you to listen because a lot of people listen to him. Check this out. No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win because you're not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump unless he has a stroke. Unless something happens, it's horrible. He, they're all in on Trump. You're, you, if you run against Trump, you're yeah. now the enemy of Trump. If I was friends with DeSantis, I'd be like, don't do it. You can't beat that guy. You just can't. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. There's a fucking – and the fact that he was the president for four years and the country was in a, a, a great economic situation. Yeah. And it looked like his policies were actually effective and that it looked like the unemployment was down, all business mm -hmm. was building, regulations were being relaxed, more things were getting done. You know, when you look at it from a policy perspective, if you just look at it on paper, what he did was effective. A lot of people think it was effective. You don't like him as a personality, so you ignore that. Don't do that. Look at it in terms of a policy perspective. People liked the ideas that he was putting forward. Folks, just to give you a perspective about why this stuff matters. I see a lot of people in the chat. Some of you, you know, question Rogan. It's fine. I'm, I'm not telling you, listen, don't listen to anything like that. I like my show. I listen to his show a lot because 11 million people do. Just that's important that that's said and that other people outside of my audience and Levin 
and Shapiro and others who are popular, that they hear this too. They put it in perspective. He's got 11 million listeners. This show is the seventh most popular podcast in the, in the United States, according to what was it, Triton that just came out? Folks, we have about, on any given day, between social, probably about two to three million. He's got four, probably four or five times as much. It is important people hear this stuff. They don't understand the power that the political power, I'm not talking about like Skeletor, He-Man stuff, Donald Trump is amassed. And the indictments, you know, I even saw uh, Cernovich, who I, I enjoy speech, say the other day, I want to vote for the political prisoner. It's like, this became like, <laughs> you know, the Democrats are like the parties of the hippies and the cool guys back in the day. Now they're the parties of like, they're the man. Remember Rage Against the Machine? They're the machine now. They're the machine. And we're the rebels. And the Democrats are missing this whole thing. Here's what I mean. Uh, hat tip. Who's the guy? Whose video is this from? Bricks. Someday it'll be on the screen here. Brick suit. Here's Donald Trump after the indictment. This is, a, I mean, if this doesn't sum up where the Democrats are with that you are here moment, after the indictment, he goes back to Bedminster. I mean, after the initial appearance, excuse me, in court, he goes back to Bedminster, shows up at a wedding in New Jersey, in New Jersey, like deep blue New Jersey. And here's what happens. Keep it up, commies. You're doing great. You are tearing it up. With every indictment, the man's legend grows. Cernovich is right. I think I want to vote for the political prisoner, too. Imagine that. Growing up in the 60s as a hippie, raging against the machine, realizing that the machine and the machinery in it and all the tools are all yours now. And I do mean the tools. Here's some more tools. The Covidian cult is back again. The Covidians are back, folks. And it's not coincidentally timed right before an election. Did you notice this? I said it yesterday. I need to relitigate the entire segment. But we've got a thing coming up in November of 2024 called an election. Election. The Covidian stuff benefited them last time. Mail-in ballots. Everybody afraid. Got to get rid of Donald Trump. Oh, my gosh. He screwed up the COVID response. That was all they were about. You notice they've been tearing it up lately with the COVID stuff and the Covidian nonsense and the hysteria again? Here's the new Dr. Fauci, Gian Mazzaro. She's going to replace Dr. Fauci. This is a gem of the video a video here. This is, this is worse. The new Fauci is worse than the old Fauci. Here she is on video. She has little dolls repeating the pangolin conspiracy theory. That the thing came from a pangolin. This actually happened here. Look at this. Watch. We have never seen this virus in humans before. And I'm going to bring out my little props right now. So I'm sure you know what this is. Bats are really interesting. Bats have a lot of coronaviruses. Um, and they do fine with them. They live like totally healthy with them. Until those viruses get into another species. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a special species 
that has been implicated in this particular virus called the pangolin. I know that looks kind of like a bear, but it's really supposed to be a pangolin. It has all these scales. And so the virus goes from one host where it lives fine and doesn't really cause any problems, jumps into another animal. And then when we disturb that animal's home, like go into the forest, chop the trees down, whatever, um, and maybe bring those animals home as pets where they really don't wanna be pets, we can get exposed to those kinds of viruses. And if we as humans have never seen them before, our bodies don't know what to do. And it They're both actually cr like, physically cringing over there. This is the new Fauci. Look at what pangolin looks like a pangolin. Nobody believes that shit. The thing came from a lab. So because it's Friday and we've only got maybe less than 10 minutes left in the show, but I want to leave you with a little bit of a smile. I got some more stuff though coming up including something very serious that happened in Australia with Pfizer. I'll play that for you in a minute. But here's an encore performance of liberal progressive John Stewart on the pangolin turkey cloaca theory. Take a listen. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like... Mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name wait. of your lab. If you look at the name, look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. We're declaring our first Bongino show monthly without Joe. I, I, I can't. That's at least a double monthly. At least a double for this one. Yeah, the, with the new Fauci declaring the pangolin cloaca conspiracy theory is true. Here's a serious thing though. You can take your monthly back. Let me see if I can get this over the thing just right. Oh, how the hell do you hit the bar? There's like this thin bar. It's like one one hundredth of the ceiling, and I managed to hit it. Holy shit, that was bad luck. This happened in Australia. This is a Senator Gerard Kemnick. Hat tip, Senator Kemnick. I don't know this guy. I don't know his politics, but he's an Australian, a Senator of Australia. He's questioning a Pfizer executive. I, this goes on for like three, four minutes. I cut cut it to like 30 seconds. But you'll see at the end, he asked this guy about five, six times. How the hell does this mRNA vaccine cause pericarditis or myocarditis, even if it only happens in a limited amount? How does, what's the mechanism? The guy doesn't know. This is like the fifth time he's asking him. Watch this. Can you explain why the vaccine causes myocarditis? Yes or no? Uh, Senator, the benefit risk. Yes or no. So you clearly don't understand the pathway, do you? Because you can't explain it. I'm not referring to the cost benefit analysis here. I'm referring to do you understand the biochemical pathway as to why the vaccine causes damage to the heart? Senator, I am happy to take your question on notice and come back to the committee with whatever information we can provide. I might just clarify, I was not referring to a cost benefit analysis in my previous response. I was referring to the benefit risk ratio and health authorities around the globe continue to recommend 
uh, the benefits. Uh, and that's, of, this isn't the question that I'm asking. Anyway, thanks, Chair. Again, folks, just like with Obama, but questions linger. Every single time you get them with the vaccine and you wonder why more and more people like, yeah, I don't trust government health authorities or these big pharma guys anymore. Pharma bros. Just answer the question. Just say you don't know if you don't know, because it looks even worse. You avoiding the question. Speaking of health, it is Friday. This is in the newsletter. Too. This is a CNBC article. Ordinarily, I'd throw it out, but it's not about politics. So I was like, whatever, I'll take a look. It's in the newsletter. It's actually pretty good. Eight daily habits that could add up to 24 years to your life, a new study says. Even adding one may give you four extra years. You know I love health and fitness. Folks, I do a lot of research on this stuff. After the cancer thing, all I want to do is stay alive. I freak out about it all the time. I'm not going to spin your wheels. I want to be dramatic. People have had far worse diseases and cancers than me. You know, I'm still in remission for mine, thank the Lord. But I freak out about health and fitness. Any life hack I can find, I'll use. It's gotten worse since I recovered from that. So I do a lot of homework. And the author of this article is pretty spot on. This is in order. Eight habits with the highest impact to the least impact, but still beneficial. Number one, exercising. Definitely hands down. There's not a single thing you can do to change your lifespan or the quality of your life more than exercising. If you're not doing it, there's no excuse. I have five jobs. I do it six days a week. There's no excuse. None. It's Yes, it's above number. Yep. Exercising is so important. Guy said, I can't believe it's above number two. Not having an addiction to opioids. In other words, if you're addicted to opioid medication, you'll probably stop breathing and die. Exercise is even more important than that. Three, avoiding smoking. Obviously. Terrible for you. Four, managing your stress levels. That's the one I'm working on. I'm the most stressed out human being. <laughs> like I'm all stressed. I'm really trying. Trying to like calm down at night. Five. This is fifth. After all that other stuff. Adhering to a healthy diet. Ladies and gentlemen, clean fruits and vegetables, lean meats, healthy oils. It's not a mystery. It is, it is so everything your parents told you growing up, eat your vegetables, eat lean meats, have good oils. Everything they told you is still true. Number six. I'm going to skip over that. Number two, not binge drinking. It's six. Okay. I have no comment on that. Seven, prioritizing good sleep. Yes, sir. I got this aura ring to sleep with, the greatest thing ever. When I sleep like shit, I know it the next day. But he, he doesn't sleep, but you know why? He's up all night playing video games. That's why. He's had a blue light in his eyeballs. That's why. You're killing yourself. Good, you need at least, if you're younger, hour and a half, two hours of deep sleep. If you're an old guy like me, hour, an hour and a half. Eight, this is important too, last one, maintaining positive social relationships. If you're not communicating with other people out there, we're social creatures, your energy's not transferring from other people, man, you're, and I, I don't mean that in some weird like pseudoscience way. We're social creatures, man. You got to get out there. Read the article. It's really good. It's not just about getting old. It's about getting old and quality life years. One last thing. This is warning number 4,576 about China, that they're getting ready to start World War III. They've got spies everywhere. Oh, look, we just locked up two U.S. Navy sailors arrested on charges tied to the national security infrastructure of China, giving away all of the secrets about our submarine force which by, and, our, and our naval force, by the way. 
uh, which is what they're most concerned about because it would have to be an amphibious assault on uh, Taiwan. Again, I've warned you, we'll be doing a special segment about preparedness coming up soon. I had some, a lot of interest in that, so we'll be getting to that. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. You know, I really appreciate it. Having you here, especially for the live chat every day, means a lot to me. It's a Friday. It's still going up. we got 73,700 people here on a Friday. We love having you in the community. Join us every day at 11 a.m., rumble.com slash Bongino. We are live. We interact with the chat. Just set up a free account on Rumble. Click that follow button. Doesn't cost you a dime. You can always watch the show on delay right after the show, no matter when you want. It's on Apple and Spotify, too. Really appreciate it, folks. I'll see you back here on Monday. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.